new year, deep shit, shit year, deep new shit, happy new deep, happy shit, shitty new deep, deep shitty new damn blah, blah, blah. Hey, it's Baron. What's up? How you guys doing? Welcome to Deep Shit 2012. Hope you had a happy new year. Um, I did, kind of. I went out with Eliza Skinner because I'm in Los Angeles and my car's in Canada, so I have no way of getting around. And Eliza, luckily, is someone that I actually like hanging out with. So she's like, hey, let's go to these different parties. And there are parties that I wanted to go to anyway. So I'm like, cool, yeah, let's do that. So she picked me up, and we went to these places. And the last one was near where she lives. So we walked to it from her place so some drinking could happen. And she walked home, uh, and I got a ride to my place, which was not far either, which I could have walked to or taken a cab. It's inconsequential. Um, I keep saying inconsequential a lot. I'm just noticing. doesn't matter. Anyway, I did not want to go out yesterday. I really didn't. I recorded a podcast, which you'll hear soon, with Mr. Uh, Todd Levin. Actually, it was Eliza that day. That day was actually Eliza on New Year's Eve. But there is a Todd Levin. Uh, I recorded podcasts this weekend with Todd Levin, Eliza, Lisa Beth, and uh, Mr. D.C. Pearson, who, if you don't know, you will get to know. And also, same about Todd. If you don't know, you'll get to know. Um, I believe that Biggie said it best when he said it. And if you don't know, now you know, deep shit. Um, so, I was sitting here for three hours by myself before I was supposed to go out and just got really in my head about going out. I did not want to go out. And when Eliza pulled up with her friend in the car, they were dressed nice. And I was like, what's what's happening? As I'm sitting there in my pumas and my jeans. And she's like, it's New Year's Eve. I'm like, I don't know that people dress up for New Year's Eve. I've spent the last maybe seven New Year's Eves in Vegas with my family watching some marathon or other. A Law & Order marathon here and there. An NCIS marathon here and there. I never went out. I never went to Times Square when I was in New York. I never went to the Strip when I was in Vegas because there's too many fucking people. Dig? <sighs> so, that's me yawning. So, basically, um, when she pulled up and I saw that she was dressed nice and I was underdressed, I did not want to get in that car. I did not want to go out. And I was a black hole for the first hour of the evening. I warmed up, luckily. I went to this Upright Citizens Brigade, or the UCB, as we refer to it when we're in the No party, which D.C. Pearson was the DJ at. And there were a few people there that I knew, and it ended up being okay. Zach Sherwin was there, um, and he was the person who ended up giving me a ride home. Uh, but, man, I did not want to go out. But yeah, that's usually what happens. I, I, I psych myself out about going out, and I don't want to do it. And then when I do, then... I get fine, but, like, I will get to that place where I don't want to go out. Because the night before, I ended up hanging out with Kyle Kinane and Pete Holmes and Katie Levine, who's the producer of this podcast. And we, we stayed out to two, and that was the wind being taken out of my sails for the next night, which was New Year's Eve. So, son of a bitch. Anyway, this episode today is with Mr. Jonah Ray. Speaking of Kyle Kinane, Jonah... Uh, and I recorded this podcast after, immediately after the Kyle Kinane podcast, which you heard at the end of the year. And Jonah and I sat down and talked about vanity. 
Now, this is uh, Jonah's first time on the podcast. He'll probably be back. I know that he enjoyed it. I enjoy talking to Jonah. He's an interesting guy. He's got an interesting story, interesting past. Um, But he um, doesn't think it's interesting enough, which relates to the the topic of vanity, because he he keeps comparing himself to I don't even know what. But it's obviously a um, a uh, a problem that he faces and he struggles with. And uh, we actually were talking today, and he made the mistake of of reading certain comments that you out there had left that were negative about him on his podcast, The Nerdist. And I told him he's got to stop it. And I was actually just looking at some Louis C. Clay. Louis C. Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Louis C. Clay. I like that. It's Louis C. K. that you made out of clay. It's like a golem, but it's Louis C. K. I was looking at some clips, and there's there's comments of people talking about how he's the most unfunny, unoriginal comedian ever. And you know what? Um, it just goes to show that you can be brilliant and doing what you love, but there's going to be some fuck dick out there just talking shit about it, and that happens. Luckily, we have created the internet so everybody can do it whenever they want from the comfort of their own home or now their phones. You can get Siri to leave a... Siri, tell him he's a dick cheese. Writing dick cheese. I can't... I'm not going to do a Siri impersonation. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Jonah Ray. I don't I don't watch too many uh, TV shows. I just watch movies because I just have all the movie channels. So I'm always just watching parts of movies. Well, I'm discovering – I've discovered a lot of TV shows and I didn't realize this until I got cable again. Just flipping through channels. Yeah. I discover – like there's all these shows that I'm loving right now. Like my what, probably my favorite show on right now is probably Boss. Oh, is that good? With Kelsey Grammer? Yeah. Fuck. People forgot that dude can act. Uh, <laughs> that I guy went him, to Juilliard. Yeah. Sideshow Bob, man. no never hearts presents um but um yeah it's a brilliant show it's it's the way it's basically the wire slash breaking bad if walter white was the mayor of chicago wow and it's directed by gus van sant why i didn't know that the pilot was directed by gus van sant and it's executive produced by him so it's he's. Weird. You think they bring they that up in the ads? They do a little bit. Really? They're, well, they're selling it more on on people like you and I would appreciate that. But they're selling it on Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. That guy was funny. Watch him kick some ass. Yeah, back to television. <laughs> and I haven't seen Homeland yet. Have you heard about that show? I've seen parts of Homeland. It's uh, some people like it. It seems kind of cheesy. I just um, see. It's weird. Like I see clips of so many shows now because of the soup. Oh yeah, like, yeah, people, yeah, like yeah. people bring in clips, and it's just you know. So you only see the worst thing. You only ever see the thing that's out of context. Can you? Are you beyond writing a sarcastic joke about something that you care about? Is it is it really like if you there's loved one kid, Homeland, would you ever be like, this is ridiculous? Well, there's one kid that uh, keeps on trying to do Walking Dead clips because he hates the show, so he keeps on trying to bring it in. I'm like, I'm like, come on, it's not that bad. And I, <laughs> I can't, I can't bring myself to you know make fun of it because I like it. See, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's weird. I should be able to separate myself though because as a as a comedic writer, no, your comedy comes from you, right? Right. right, it comes from it comes from deep inside the Rodrigues. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of TV shows that are interesting, and I'm I'm like enjoying because because I got a sling box. I told you about the sling. Yes, box, Yes, you right? got the sling box. Oh my lord! Yeah, that's a fucking. I want that. I got uh, yeah the HBO Go on my phone and stuff like that. Doesn't work in Canada, but that's right. That's right. We talked about that online. Yeah, it sucks. When do we start the podcast? <laughs>
We've already started. Oh no, I would have been had more things to say about. Oh man, at some boss. point, <laughs> at some point, I'm going to I'm going to cleverly transition, and yeah. you're going to be like, "What happened? What happened? <laughs> um, what happened? What happened? <laughs> See right there, just real life." Real life movie. It's a, you know my life is a, a series of recycled movie re- references. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know if it's sad or great. It's weird because I mean you know that's the way I'm funny when I'm hanging out with my friends. Is I you know know the opportune time to bring in a movie line in the right moment. Right. Even when I was getting broken up with once, I I brought up a scene from oh, Shaun of the Dead. You well, know? why don't you tell me the fucking story? Oh no, it's not. It was just like uh you know. Um, you know, she, she is saying that we haven't gone anywhere, and I was like, "Well, if we could go to Japan. You always talk about going to fucking Japan. We can go there." She's like, "No, I meant we haven't like gone anywhere, grown as a couple." And I was like, uh, "I was like, yeah, I guess that kind of does exacerbate things." <laughs> <laughs> and then she kind of laughed. I was like, and then I, I wasn't sure. I was like, "Remember from Sean the Dead?" <laughs> it's like, no, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah. That's- Incredible. Yeah, I can't help it. You know, you just reminded me of. Uh, do you know Jacqueline Novak at all? Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah. She's a New York comedian. Yeah, she used to have a great joke about. Um, maybe she still has the joke about like being broken up with. That there, there's a part of her that wants to handle it so well that the person will be like, you know what, you handled this breakup <laughs> so well. I've changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I could use someone like you on my team. Yeah, I don't handle. I didn't like. I, I don't handle them well. You don't handle them well in general, or just that one in particular. A Jacqueline Novak's breakup. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. When, when people you don't know break up, I'm always like, I'm always like, oh no, oh, Chris no. Humphreys and Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look, I'm actually impressed that I know the names. Yeah, I know who yeah. Kim Kardashian is, but like, I don't. It's amazing that I cannot know anything about it. Yet still no. That's just the, the way. Names. That's that's pop culture. That's though. pop culture. I keep seeing his yeah. face everywhere. His dumb face. And I know that it's spelled K R I S. Yeah. What does he that, do? He is a basketballer. For what? Um. Shit. I mean, she she was a basketball wife. Yeah, yeah. But the, here's the weird part. He's Uh-oh. only half black. Uh oh. He's black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> black. Half black. That's so presidential. Half black. <laughs> <laughs> half black. That's. <laughs> Have you ever said that before? No, just I no. kind of love that. <laughs> yeah, you can have it if you want. <laughs> this is my little sister. She's black. Half black. Half black. Yeah, the annoying duck. Yeah. <laughs> correcting people's ethnicity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> descriptions. It makes sense. You have Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> uh oh, watch out, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Um. Ah, I like Gilbert though. I do. I think he's funny. It's I'm, funny. He's he just comes from that that era of stand up where it's uh, you kind of had to be a big character to get seen. You know, a yeah. lot of yelling people or a lot of weird people. You know, Emo Phillips, Bobcat Goldthwait, Judy Tenuta, um, Yakov Smirnoff, Andrew Dice Clay. I would put Rita Rutner in that category. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the shoulder pads alone. Yeah, but um, <laughs> the shoulder pads alone. Well, but she was playing an intentionally understated character. Yeah. Like, didn't she always perform in a gown? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I got into an argument recently in Canada with a bunch of women about how I thought Celine Dion was no longer relevant. And that is not the argument you want to pick in Canada. No, to a bunch of women. Especially to a bunch of yeah, women yeah, yeah. who were couldn't believe what I was saying. She's their boring Madonna. Well, the the whole yeah, the whole thing is that like being from Vegas, I was like, Vegas. It used to be where you went to be a star. Like if you were a star and you played Vegas, and now yeah, it's yeah. where performers go to die. Yeah, is what I said. I was like, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look at Celine Dion, and they're like, oh, what? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, she's sitting on money. I'm like, that doesn't mean she's made an album. 
I'm yeah. like, there's nobody. And plus, they have. I don't think no one has time to make albums. That's why it's a later day career move. Um, to when you go to Vegas, it's because you you don't. They're just performing constantly. Like yeah. two shows a night. When are you gonna fucking time find to write? I mean, clearly, Care Top still has new props every fucking night. But I gotta give them props. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you did a you did a very good job at hiding your disgust, no, but not, still not hiding it. At that done. joke, I could have done better. <laughs> I could have done a lot no, better. I expected your disgust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, it was I should, you do have to give him props. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Like crazy. he uses in his act. I, I, I think people should start using property comic. I kind of like that more. Than property prop, comic, prop comic. <laughs> Just it's a realtor, yeah. a property comic. comic. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah, a prop yeah. is a property. Yeah, right. That's what it's short for. I guess so. And no, I'm telling you. So you, when people give you props, you got to give them properties. Oh no, that is um, propaganda. I got to give you props. Is I got to give you propaganda, meaning I'm buying into exactly what you're doing. Oh, okay. No, I'm making this up. All right, <laughs> I'm on board. I know you're a good yes and. You have you have a you have a confidence, a charm that you know. I uh, it makes me feel like a gullible guy. Also, I'm tired. <laughs> so, I'm only charming when you're exhausted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Any other time, grading. Well, you're a you're char- wearing some Beats by Dre. You're, I am some wearing some Beats Why by Dre. I get Beats by Dre because these are mine. You're wearing the uh, the 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 store bought. Oh, the the Katie bought headphones. Yeah, yeah. I'm, wear, I'm wearing a uh, Beats by uh, <laughs> whoever does Donald Glover's Beats. Beats by Donald D- Glover does Donald Glover's. No, beats. He does, there's that guy, that weird uh, Finnish dude that he makes music with him. Oh, really? Oh, I always remember Donald making his own beats. Who's that guy? Back in the day, Ludwig. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Yeah, yeah. He, he does like all the music and stuff. All um, right. Well, you fine. hear that new Donald Glover album? I, I no, I haven't. Good. I'm in a video. <laughs> oh, are you? I'm in his. I'm in this video. Yeah. Nice. The bonfire video. Yeah, I haven't seen that video. No, a lot of I. I. It's like I didn't exist until I was in his video. Really? Because <laughs> look, well, I just I kept getting texts and stuff. Like, I saw that video and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. What nice. about all the TV I've done? Well, that's what I. That's what I was trying not to think. Yeah. <laughs> trying to be positive about it. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Know. I yeah. I, I I get. It's a, It's always so easy to. Uh, you know not feel good about that stuff because it's nothing you did well speaking of which jonah <laughs> oh shit is it happening this is, is this the call, shift that's what i call it the, put that sewing kit away this is a seamless transition <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a horrible that's um, great i like that well it brings it brings up what did i say last night to somebody oh man you were like scottish clothes because you just killed it oh i like that too yeah, that. Yeah. i know i know katie yeah. is disgusted you don't like puns katie I love puns. I, ha- to me, happiness is a warm pun. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's ridiculous. That's um, layered. It's very, it's very layered. Um, but we were you, when I discussed this podcast with you and saying what is the theme that constantly comes up, and I think that we were just kind of starting wow. to go towards it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you're right. Right? Because it, that's why I say, what's the thing that constantly comes up? That's why it's, it's always on your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll, you'll, you know, you'll relate strive, everything to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But anyway, you said, well, I'll let you explain it. Join us now. Where Now, vanity. Vanity. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and trust me, it's always been a huge issue for me, um, the career of vanity and what she's been doing um, since the Vanity Six had <laughs> broken up, since Prince. Yeah, yeah. She became a born-again Christian. I was yeah. about Vanity Fair. It always gets me. Oh, like Vanity always, uh, Fair. Yeah. You mean the Cherry Pop and Daddy song? The Cherry Pop and Daddy song. Kids exactly. in the Street. Vanity yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Okay, yeah. Jesus, I don't. That's not the name of the song. That's yeah. my brain's working now. Um, 
But vanity, what, what does vanity mean to you and what is your struggle with it? Um, it's the fact that I have it at some times and don't have it other times. It's, uh, it's physical vanity. It's, uh, it's social vanity. I, you know, I, I constantly have issues about the way I look and how I want it. I want it to be better. And, and then I have, you know, there's times where I'm just like, I don't care. As long as I'm funny and a nice guy, then like I kind of I'll shift it over when I when I feel okay about one thing, I'll shift it over to something else and mm. be like, it's like you know what, I'm not doing really original material. I like you know I I can't hold a candle to all my friends doing comedy. It's like you know I I wish I could do a better job. Like I, I get real. It's like it's never the good kind of vanity. You know where you say, oh, someone's so vain. Right, you know, it's they it's, probably think the song is about them. Yeah, exactly. Let's say, you know, that's that's not the kind of vanity I, I I deal with. It's it's the um, it it's a detrimental kind of vanity where it's uh I I have it so I just I destroy the chances of maybe having it. Hmm. Elaborate on that. I um, I basically, it's like uh, I I don't think that I am a good looking guy, uh, or like a uh, or like you know. I fit into my clothes well, but I am I am constantly, constantly doing my best to try to do that. <laughs> <laughs> to be good looking and fit? Yeah. Clothes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And uh same with like, you know, like uh I uh I, I feel if I don't feel that uh people think I'm cool, like that kind of like vanity, you know, or just like uh you know, it's like I better not do that because it won't be cool. It's it's just really weird. It's very it sucks. It sucks. It's not really good. <laughs> It's not a good thing. Well, so but you have some sort of image of yourself that you're comparing yourself to. I think so, but I, I you know I don't think I've ever really figured out. How to, I grew up a fat kid, so that's where all the body stuff comes uh-huh. from. That was my next question. Like, where, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up a fat kid. Okay, so when so that's left over from then. You think? Yeah, yeah. And hmm. then there's like I also grew up not the most popular kid. Oh, and so, but now you're pretty popular and not fat. Yeah, yeah. So it shifts over to uh, you know different things like you know. Um, I'm doing okay in comedy, but like I, I like you know, compared compared to some of my friends, I don't think I my material's there. I'm very mm. vain about my material, and like my vanity of the way I want to present my comedy makes it it takes away from the material I would want to do or try to do. And like I'm I'm like I'm like I am getting enough laughs, I'll be okay. And that's vanity saying like it's like it's like hey, take the laughs, man. Let's enjoy the laughs. Huh? Okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying that like you're. Self-consciousness is finding its way into your comedy Yeah And distracting you from what, may, what might be the thing that makes you more unique Yeah, and I think it's because it's the, uh, it's the fear of not being exactly what I, you know Think you should be Yeah, exactly I, I, I have a similar thing Yeah On that I, one Yeah I have a, what were you going to say? Oh, no, no, no I, I'm not, well, A lot of us I know, do have a issues. lot of ah, I always get this mental image of what i sh- think i should look like or feel like yeah as a comedian as you can see i have my art behind you me. Got your comedies my my comedy idols cosby steve martin and Pryor. yeah here some uh, fucking high this is some really high expectations <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i and i'll even I'll, you know i like i'll see you perform and i'll i'll be like oh man what am i doing <laughs> you know pete holmes like who's just this or kumail like you know, these like these guys that are all just like you know pure comedy and like you know i'm I'm around the same age as you guys, and right. like, uh, but like you know, then I'll I'll will be at a party and I'll see a, a cluster of comics that I think I'm kind of on par with, right? But they're all off in the corner, like you know, having a blast. And, like, and I'm oh. just like I'm like, oh, I don't know how to go over there and do that because I feel uncool. Mm. And then you know, but then I a, a little bit of vanity will shift, 
inside me, I could be like, I'm cooler than that. I'm so much cooler than them. <laughs> and then you, know? you participate? And then I, yeah, then I yeah, then I do. And then how does it feel when you participate? Do you feel included? No, I don't. I, you don't I, feel included. I don't feel I've ever really been included in uh, anything. That is very interesting to hear you say, Jonah, because I had heard about you before I even had came to Los Angeles. What about when you came on Los Angeles? Uh oh, that <laughs> it was a money shot. But I, because I, you know, the reason I heard of you was Super Deluxe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because wow. when Super, so it worked when Super Deluxe. Well, it was because. When it started, every every comic was getting a deal. Well, because I had well, not every comic, but it was like it's it was the cool comics. It seemed to me, yeah, yeah, we're getting deals because I had heard about it from John Mulaney, oh, who wow. was just like, "Oh, this thing, it's called Super Deluxe." <laughs> <laughs> and then, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Baron. I don't even know what voice I'm doing anymore. Yeah. Um, it's just that it's that era of New York comedy where they're all very face sounding, like a lot of those guys. It's like. So I went to the store. I went to the store. Um, <laughs> it's a bodega. But over he here. Um, um, gave me the email for the guy, and I went and I. And it was before the website had launched. So which guy? It was Ben Joseph. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back, uh, who's now at College Humor. Yeah, but he was at the Super Deluxe, and I met with him, and I had through my my conversations with John and Kristen Shaw, and I think Reggie decided things that i was going to create yeah and i went in there and i didn't get any i i was told these are really extremely well thought out pitches yeah and then i got next they passed on all of your pitches. wow but it's because i wasn't popular enough that's how i saw it yeah but i mean you know they picked up some like the honor student guys they're not they weren't popular i don't know who the hell that is okay <laughs> well, well, i was just paying attention to people that were comedians yeah, yeah, yeah. because in la it was you I want to say you, Bamford. Yeah. Um, from L.A. Because I remember in New York, we had Eugene and Reggie. Yeah, Chelsea. Yes, that's right. Chelsea. Yeah, kind of the, uh, was it, was it the, um, the group, though? Uh, was it no, no, Shack no. She had, uh, she had like her Chelsea, like, man on the street bit. Oh, yeah, that's right. She did. Yeah. I remember when I saw that, I was like, I was like oh, she saved a lot more money than us. <laughs> <laughs> we spent all of our money what making was the these name videos. Of it? Hers? No, yours. Oh, the Freeloader's Guide to Easy the Living. Freeloader's Guide to Easy Living. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Thanks. And then coming to see, and then when I came to LA the first time and I saw you at a show, it was a show that was at a theater that no longer exists, hosted or by Joe Wagner, procured by Nadia Bacon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, I remember that. That I, was over on, off of Melrose. That was the first time I had ever met you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was extremely that. excited to see you. I was like, oh, this is this Jonah Ray character I keep hearing about. <laughs> because jo- because you also have, you have a, I mean, I hear that I have a name like Baron Vaughn. Who's Baron Vaughn? Yeah, yeah, It yeah. kind of flows. So when I heard Jonah Ray, I was like, who the fuck is Jonah Ray? Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel, but here's here's a weird thing. Like um, when I got that Super Deluxe deal is because mm-hmm. um, one of the guys that was making the deals was this guy, I know, Dan Pasternak, who now runs I know ICA. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was brought he was doing a uh, a pilot for showtime like and this is like my first year of comedy and uh, he brought on uh bj porter and scott ackerman from comedy death ray the fun bunch yeah the fun bunch exactly he brought them on to um show run it and i was doing pretty okay in the uh, m bar scene at the time so they had me kind of be like a junior writer on it okay and uh i was like 20 at the time and uh and like i thought i had just like because i was always kind of okay at like endearing mm-hmm. people to myself i was like i was like oh that's the reason i got it not because um particularly Might funny it's because i just see nice guy I, i'm already feeling like this point of the story is you're going to undercut why you got 
this deal, but it actually sounds like you accomplished a couple things, and people are like, hey, he's funny. Well, I don't know. Someone had a deal, thought you were funny from stand-up, gave you a writing job on that thing, and someone else that was involved in that remembered you. They were, they were, they just, I'm fun to be around, I think is what it is. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a very good friend. I'm a lot of fun to drink with. Uh, and I, uh, I, you know, uh, that might be true, but it also might have been that they thought you were funny. Maybe but and that you could you could finish something. You you want to know my first? No, I'm going to let you continue shitting on well, yourself. Go yeah, ahead. here's <laughs> an, here's another thing. When I I got a, a job as a writer's assistant on the Andy Milanaka show second season, Andy Milanakis, yeah, I, I did a horrible job, Ooh. and I got fired. Ooh, and I think they felt so bad for me. They brought me on as a writer for the rest of the season. Wait a minute, at the Andy Milanakis show? Yeah, you got. Fired from being a writer's assistant because I just kept on fucking up production like really bad, backing stuff up. What did you do? I did nothing. I didn't like. I just didn't know how. To, I didn't even know how to uh, correlate sheets on a printer. I would like print <laughs> out these long scripts and I would just like put them all over the office and then like pick one like you know one of each up and then staple it and then do it all over again, over and over again because I didn't know that you could make a printer. But how did you <laughs> to organize papers and staple That's it? Amazing. But how did you? Okay, so you think that they hired you as a full writer and not an assistant? And what? Because you were a yeah, writer's assistant. Yeah, I was a fired as a writer's assistant. And then you got hired as a writer. As a writer, yeah. For the rest of the season. Because you think they felt bad for you. Yes. <laughs> and then I maybe I had a couple okay bits that I submitted. <laughs> How did you do? Did you do better as a writer? Yeah. Because that yeah, makes I got, I no actually, sense, I got, Jonah. I got <laughs> a few things in. That makes no sense. And be like, ah, oh, he's horrible at this one job. Maybe he'll be better at a different. Well, no, because I had like I had submitted a couple jokes, and they know I was you know I was a stand up and stuff like that. Okay, but they yeah, they yeah. tried you out, and it, it kind of panned out. Yeah, yeah, it worked. So out they good. made the right decision. Yeah, but they didn't bring me back for the third season. Okay, but you had still had a season. Yeah, about. I still had that season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, so you have your 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 what's in your head is that all your accomplishments come from. Somebody feeling bad for you. Yeah, is I what think you so. think. Yeah, this is a deep. This is a deep, dark place to be. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. I. Uh, what are you talking about? What are you about? What? Well, you know, I. Uh, I kind of be. I get really open. That's fine. Fucking be open. How would it, was Kyle Kinane funny when he was open? Yeah, well, yeah. Everyone, you're not. You're also <laughs> being funny. All right, good. Kyle Kinane was here before Jonah. You oh, probably sorry, heard yeah. Kyle's episode last week. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep. Uh, what uh, was his theme? Fun, fun. Yeah. Oh God, that's so much more fun. That's so. It's, that's, just, it's just about what the concept. Of I fun. thought it had to be heavy. That's why it's said vanity. No, no, no. We've had heavy. Yeah. Uh, we got some heavy ones coming up. All right. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right. Already. Also, you're it's being like, vain I, about this. I think. So. Yeah. You're comparing exactly. yourself to. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. I compare myself to so many. I do it. There's know. there's a couple people. Who yeah. all remain, remain nameless that I can't stop comparing myself to. Yeah. And um, it, it, yeah, it's stupid. It sucks. It's, it's uh, stupid. Yeah, it, it is stupid. Patton Oswalt said that, you know, uh, jealousy is just a roadmap to where you want to be. If, like, you're jealous of someone in their career, that's just your mind doing some weird trick to say, it's like, all right, you, you, that's what you want then. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. What did they do? What are the steps you can take? Well, Eliza Skinner, um, talked about this in her last podcast a little bit too oh really that when she feels jealous then she's like well what is it that i see and then she uses that as like well that means i need to do this this and this then yeah and i wouldn't be jealous and i know for myself that if i just did something then <laughs> I, I would be i wouldn't have enough time to sit there and stew yeah like yeah. a fine booyah bass Ooh, mm. um but yeah that's a that's a thing that happens and you know it's a i it think sucks. it just happens though 
I think so. It happens in this profession. We're, 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 because we're judged on standards that are hard to, that are, that are not easily quantifiable. Yeah. You know, something, yeah. because uh, here's, and here, well, here, what do you think about this? People say funny is funny is funny. Yeah. Right? And I disagree with that. I have learned <laughs> to see that that is not true. Yeah. Because funny is, is on, it's, it's only, something's only funny if it compares to what your expectations of funny are. Yeah. And people have wildly different expectations. Yeah. Like everyone knows what they think is funny. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they can be funny. They just know that that's funny, that's not funny. And that's yeah. usually the voice that they have. Yeah, they sound like the lump princess from uh, Adventure Time. <laughs> the what now? It's a great cartoon you should check out. Adventure, Adventure Time? Time? Yeah, it's like there's a princess, the, the space lump princess, who's just like, ah, that's not cool. No, I have <laughs> never seen it. It's great. Is that an Adult Swim show? Uh, no, no, it's on Cartoon Network proper, the CN. Oh, I always forget that um, Cartoon Network is the name of the actual Yes, network, right? Yeah, yeah. Adult Swim is a block of produce. Yeah, every other, th- every other time that Adult Swim is uh, not on, it's just, ooh, <laughs> yes, exactly. with a you know, Indian color bars on the... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Just playing the national anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nothing yeah. but a, a Good fucking night. passionate brass section. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, but um, I'm so sorry, I derailed you with a reference. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. Trust me. This train's yeah. still on board. It's not the beginning of Super Eight. Um, I. <laughs> it's the beginning of Unstoppable. <laughs> Gooch. Right when T.J. Miller's like, "What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. what the fuck, dude? For my name is Earl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Supley. Yeah, I know what his name is. Come on. All right. I'm insulted right now. He's the one that took the uh I know, Dewey. The black jelly his, bean. And his name is out of Dewey. The, the black jelly bean out of the white jelly bean thing. He was in American History X as well. Wait a minute, what movie is that from? The black jelly bean and the white jelly bean? Uh, American History X. Okay, that's why I was like, I don't remember that in um my name is Earl. No, 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 no. All the racist <laughs> uh all the racism in those uh, that show was all undertone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah it's yeah. just given. Yeah. It's like first of all, he married a white woman. Yeah, he <laughs> uh, maybe Jimmy Priestley. You married a white one, you racist. <laughs> you racist. <laughs> um, but, oh yeah. So, just like last night, I did a show in um, a suburb of Los Angeles. Yeah. And I have learned that Californians, depending mostly in Los Angeles and Orange County, SoCal, so although San Diego doesn't seem to suffer this problem. Yeah. They don't like comedy that's not just nice. Yeah, a lot. You know what I mean? Like it's not just like it's not just like because their lives are so well. Go, they, they fucking live on the beach. Yeah, and they're they're internet millionaires and yeah. doctors and lawyers in Orange County. Yeah, you know they they there's no introspection to that. No, sort no, of they don't life. need it. It's a nice life. That's what Vicodin's for. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to go to a comedy show and someone be like, oh, I can't pay my bills. Mm. Don't know what you're talking about. I cannot relate. Someone had a, a friend of mine had an idea for, or I don't know if it became a joke, but she was telling me about watching Oprah. Um, and it was the episode where, because, you know, Oprah, she sells herself as the people's champion. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. But there was this episode where there was this, just a subtle question where you're like, oh, right, Oprah's insanely rich. Yeah. Where it was like, I guess it was some woman that was talking about some sort of etiquette. I can't remember. And it had something to do with beds and bedroom, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And then she asked a question of the audience How often do you change your sheets? Right? Mm-hmm. Thinking that people would say somewhere between once a week to twice a month. Yeah. Right? And Oprah was like, Every day. Oh. It's like, and then the woman apparently was stunned and was like, No, 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 not every day, <laughs> but yeah. like every week. Every week, every, every yeah. or a couple times a month. That's what yeah. people do, right? 
Um, Every day. But if you, Oprah, if, if that, you don't have to do it yourself, it's easy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. If you have eight beds. Yeah. <laughs> then, then it's like yeah. every day. I if I'm I want to get rich enough to where I can have someone change the sheets while I'm sleeping. So I can fall asleep <laughs> to sh- fresh sheets and then wake up to fresher sheets. <laughs> and that, they, if, they, if they wake me up, they're fucking fired. Oh, that's the thing. They have to take they have to take the top sheet off yeah. you in it. <laughs> it could gently roll so me off. It's just a four man cot yeah. while you <laughs> While you Rodrigues your way all over that, I don't know exactly. why I'm making your last name a, uh, a uh, verb. A verb, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really Rodrigues my last name out of my last name. And then you walk, and then you wake up to like, uh, oh, the sheets were maroon, but now the royal. My brain just failed me. I was like, what's the, what's the color that runs maroon? Quick, brain. <laughs> and brain's like, there's one. But I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to talk. There's not one. We don't have one. We don't have one. Just go. Just, just go. go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the writing staff in my brain yeah, fucking yeah. up. They they just Jonah Raid <laughs> yeah, the, the collating <laughs> in there. That's um, a, that's, a, that's why I like uh, drinking on stage is because uh, if you fuck up, you could just point at a drink and then people will laugh. See, it's interesting too because I feel like I remember a lot of your material. I I mean I have the rep for. Can you tell me some of it? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. I just was, so you know, I have my set list written on the back of my beer. That was a, that was a, that was a. One of those things where I, I thought I had gotten away with it. I thought I was like, because I could never remember my sets. Right. And I was always like, oh, what am I going to do? I don't want to be the guy with the notes out. I'm not like cool enough to like put a piece of paper onto a, hmm. you know, a music Not cool stand. enough. That's your mantra. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But continue. But, uh, um, but, I, uh, but, but I, I, I was like, oh, I'll just write it real small and I'll put it on the back of a beer. People have drinks on stage. Oh, I did it. I fucking did it. And then I did it at a few shows with that thinking I was getting away with it. And then I uh, and then I saw a video of one of my sets. You're looking at the beer I'm just the entire time, staring at my beer, and smiling because it's like in between a joke. I'm like, hmm. And but, so like I ha- I was like, well, I can't not I can't get rid of it, right? And so I'll just have to point it out and make a joke about it. And it's a good joke. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It worked. I was scared I wasn't gonna be able to do it on my live at Gotham. Because and you did. That's why I remember it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. what was it it's like? So if I stare at my beard long, it's not like I'm looking at it longingly. No, it's just like uh, if you catch me uh, longingly look at my beard, it's not because it's because I have my notes on the back. But uh, just in case you're wondering, it's not because I'm lovingly looking at my beard. Like, like, what kind of fun are we gonna get tonight? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of drunk trouble? Fun? Yeah, <laughs> drunk alone trouble. Drunk Watching Stand By Me, right. which was, yeah, a very telling of the like my entire time of starting comedy. Just and every night end up just drunk back at my place, putting on a Stand By Me DVD and eating burritos. <laughs> Stand By Me specific every time? Uh, not no every secret, time. No Secret of Nims in there? No, or? no, 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 no. That would make me cry the other night watching oh, Secret of Nims. Um, it's dark. It's, it's a dark. No, it was movie. a sta- it was a rotating. It was a, a Stand by Me, Ed Wood, The Mystery Science Theater three thousand movie, uh, and Princess Bride. Usually, it was like a uh, hmm. some of those. It was a, if I was feeling depending pretty- on which sheets you were in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Throughout <laughs> the entire night. Yeah. Yeah, because you would have them leave a DVD on the sheets. <laughs> They'd be like, "Watch this. Mm, let's yeah. see what's this. Oh, Steve Martin, Sergeant Bilko. <laughs> Sergeant Bilko. He made that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, that was him. I'm thinking of Down Periscope, which was Kelsey Grammer. That's Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and then wh- wh- who's uh, there's a uh, Mikhail's Navy. Who's that? Oh shit! Well, who is Mikhail's Navy? I want to say Tom Arnold for some. Yeah, reason. I do too. I do too. If only there were some database. And, you know what? Mikhail's Navy might have been. No, no, no. That was down Periscope. Uh, yeah, there's only some database of movies. Yeah, on the internet. That was, that's my favorite, like blank of Every time any any kind of argument in the uh, writers' room would come up about who's in something, it would just be like, ah, well, if only there were some way we can <laughs> we could find out. Yep, Mikhail's Navy, Tom Arnold, Dean Stockwell, Pat Oswald is in. No, he's in Down Periscope. Never mind. 
Yeah, yeah, because who else is in Down Periscope? Um, isn't it Rudy Cassoni? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, fuck. The, the guy. I know who that guy R- is. R- uh, yeah, the strongest man in the world. Artie. Oh, God. That's right. He was Artie. I hey, always Artie, the forget man that he was Artie. Ah, uh, anyway. Anyway, but... Uh, Back yeah. to vanity. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you can't. You can't. Do you have? Do you have trouble with it? I mean, like, uh, you know, I, I, I make sure. I wish I could be the kind of guy that looks in the mirror and like whatever I look like. I'm like, oh, I don't care. But I'm constantly like, oh, anytime I reflect, time, dude. Yeah. Sometimes I will. I will catch. <laughs> I literally flinch at my own reflection. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's what I'm working with. Yeah, I had an old joke. A, a joke I haven't done in years and years and years. But it was a. Uh, it's like I, I feel very unfortunate because. Uh, um, I'm a very vain person, but I also find myself very unattractive. So I'm always looking in the mirror, but I'm always really disappointed. Like, huh? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, upper angle? Oh. <laughs> like an old MySpace photo. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? Because I remember having a conversation with somebody about like wanting to exercise, and um, I had been talking about it so much, so much. See, that's the thing. It's like with the, the whole jealousy thing, I know what my roadmap is towards what I want to go to. Yeah. But in my jealousy because i just read some new york times article someone sent me about envy mm. and what it does to your brain and how it actually can help you a lot of the time yeah. because it tells you what it is that you want to go for yeah. but if you feel it intensely then you expend all of your energy on the on that feeling yeah of envy so and then what it does is it makes you give up on something easier yeah from a quick you're like you're like oh no i can do it. oh that guy did it I'll do it. Ah, fuck it. Someone already did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, They seem to coincide a lot. Yeah, they do. They do. And I, so I kind of was feeling all that stuff about exercising and wanting to exercise, but and thinking about like wanting to be more fit and being jealous of people that were more fit and yeah. wanting to be it. I spent all the energy that I should have used going to <laughs> exercise yeah. on it. And it wasn't until someone told me after I'd been talking about it for three years. Yeah. You know, Baron, maybe you're just not going to exercise. I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you've been talking about this for years and you've taken no steps. Maybe you should just accept that it's nothing that you're ever going to do. Oof. And I was like, I'll show you. I, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took someone really putting it in my face and challenging my own sense of vanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, do, I do it to myself. Like I was saying, like, you know, I'll, um, you know, I, I'll be like, oh, you know, I can't drink beer. I've been drinking too much beer. It's getting, you know, I'm gaining a lot of weight. And mm-hmm. then I'll be out and then I'll, you know, have a couple, you know, glasses of vodka or something like that. And I'll be like, it's like, fuck, who cares? <laughs> who cares what I look like? I'm a funny guy, you know? And then, uh, but then the next morning, I'm just, you know, looking in the mirror. I'm just like, I'm not going to get any acting work looking like a midway through, midway between, you know, skinny and doughy guy. You know, there's like there's that thing, especially it was in a it was was it second or third season? What are you talking about? People Rock? will always need you. That's awesome. You were very entertained about. Yeah, it. I liked it. I liked it. Like um, what you were saying. Um, but uh, like there was a Thirty Rock episode where it's like you know Jenna gained some weight not a lot of weight but some weight, and then uh, Alec Baldwin is just going on and on about how it's like you, I'm. No one wants in between because right. they don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. to think of the person. Exactly, they got to be either skinny or really fat. Yeah, 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 yeah. The muff- is that the muffin top episode? I believe so. Okay, maybe not. Maybe muffin top. No, is that different. was Seinfeld. <laughs> muffin top might be different, but it's related to the same theme. Yeah, I feel. Yes. you know, there's a lot of layers to Thirty Rock. Oh, it's like thirty. 
30. <laughs> it's like 30 layers. It's too. sedimentary. Yeah, it's a lot of rocks. It's yeah. like a quarry. Trenta <laughs> quarry. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's all that there's all that kind of stuff and it gets in the hmm. way. And, and, and the, the, you know, that's the thing. Vanity doesn't have a place in comedy, you know. Uh, wine. I, what I, the fuck are you talking about? I don't, I don't think, you know, it's, here. The, it doesn't the, have a place? The, um, the want to be cool. It's like, you know, comedy isn't cool and it shouldn't be. I disagree with that. Really? Oh, man, because that, that's If you're what, worried about looking cool, you're not going to go for the funniest thing you can say. Well, okay. Maybe you should let's say, that, say that sentence again, but put the word I in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of comedians that, quote unquote, look cool. They're not my favorite comedians. Yeah. You know, but there is an attraction to comedy for people who, again, I think it has to do with that. People just think they know what funny is. Yeah. That, oh, that guy just got on stage and said all that bullshit. I can do that. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, the thing I've tended to lean towards most in my material is the, just the kind of uh, the buffoon that fucks up so you don't have to kind of idea, you know? Like uh, I I I messed up in this way, and let me tell you how how, how to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. that's it's good. Like you're providing a service. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you know, if you're ever drinking with a guy and he offers you cocaine, you know, just fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't not do it. Don't guys. not do it. You know, because hmm. like most people will just say no and leave. I don't want to make anybody unhappy. <laughs> Introspective, Jonah Ray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it for about. the public, you know. You're doing them a service. Yeah. You're yeah, doing yeah. it so they don't have to. See, that's a that's a good angle to come at it with. Yeah. I think. I don't know what the fuck my angle is. Yeah, I know I don't Mine's really either because then I think of a ton of jokes. I'm like, oh, these are funny jokes. And then they have no place. Hmm. They have no place in a set. Well, that's your writer brain. Yeah. I remember because sure. sometimes you we, you and I have a little bit of an instant messenger uh relationship. Yeah, it's fun. There's certain it's weird because there's certain some people, people I hate doing that with. Yeah, there's certain people. I'm you know what it is is that I went to college in Boston and grew up in Las Vegas and that's thousands of miles away. Are you sure away. that didn't happen the other way around? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, fucker. Uh, <laughs> you, no. you didn't grow up in Vegas first and then I grew up in Vegas and went to college in Boston. Yeah, yeah, is that yeah. what I said? No, you said you went to college you went to college in Boston but you grew up in Vegas. Oh, okay. That you went, went to college in Vegas and yeah, grew up yeah. in Boston. I need yes. to be linear. This isn't a Quentin Tarantino. No, I, I was born in a college. <laughs> got my degree. Yeah. You know, other kids were graduating yeah. kindergarten. Baby genius. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what they called me, baby G. Uh, baby Jean Jeans, <laughs> baby Jean Jeans. That's what. That's the cartoon I'm going to pitch to Adult Swim. Um, you know the kids' cartoon, the kids' yeah. network, Adult Swim. But yeah, we 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 go back and forth, and you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm okay. My point is that I, because of that distance, I got used to, because uh, it was before cell phones, so I got used to, uh, and it was at the beginning of Instant Messenger. Yeah. So I got used to having friendships that only functioned over the internet. Yeah. That like it was like, well, this is the only way I can talk to these people without spending an arm and a leg is if we get on this inst- a- aim thing I've been hearing so much about. Yeah, yeah. That's how when I moved away from Hawaii, uh, that's how I stayed in touch with all my friends. And there's certain people that I have an instant messenger relationship in with, but it's awkward when I actually see them. Really? There's one person in particular, a comedian that we all know. I'll leave the name out again. Wow. <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards. All right. If you want to know the name, you can email me at shut the fuck up at deepshit.com. <laughs> that's not a real it's not a real thing. It is now. Uh damn it. I have to make that. Um when I talked to this person on Instant Messenger, so open and frank and earnest. Yeah. But in real life so fucking strange. Oh really? Strange and guarded. 
really guarded and really putting something on. Yeah, I have I have some of those too. Some like you know, it was uh, me and Jake Fogelnest. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know him? I know Jake Fogelnest. Yeah, it's is. like we uh, we, we just kind of struck up an internet friendship, mm-hmm. and it was just like I was like, this guy's great. And then like I was in New York, I was like, hey, we're hanging out. And then when he got there, I was like, oh wait, we've never even met, met. each other before. And then I mean, it it was clunky at first, but then we got once we got into you know a groove of actual conversation. It was fine, but it, uh, it it totally forgot that we had never, never hung met. out. Yeah, yeah. And I've 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 had the same thing happen. You know, it's funny because I've I've actually made actual friends out of Friendster. I there's no yeah. one I've ever met on that I ever met on Facebook or fa- or uh, MySpace that like it's like hey you're cool let's hang out that it happened. But Friendster maybe it was because it was still really new. Yeah, my, there, I did on my, MySpace, but not uh, oh yeah, MySpace. yeah, but not since. Yeah, on Friendster there's there's one friend who's still a close friend that we met on Friendster. Oh wow! And it was like, hey, I like your afro. I'm like, I like yeah. that you're female. And then we hung out. Yeah, I uh, just I, turned to a friendship. But. I remember there was a really good uh, comic. Uh, there was like a little comic strip that said, uh, like you know, uh, what you say to your uh, friends. Like if you're like a couple, I'm trying to remember. It was just like what you say if you met in a. Uh, in a bar, it's like, and then it has the people saying, "It's like we met through friends." It's like uh, what you what you say to people if you met on MySpace. Well, we met at a bar, <laughs> and what you say uh, to your friends when you say, you know, just it was that kind of like track down, right, right, like, right. Yeah, what you what you say when you met with your friends on a dating dating site? We met on MySpace. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, snap, yeah. It was responding to the moment, bro. It was really a comic of its time. I'm um, snapping as like, like a beatnik audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not coming through. You got to get it right up. You know what? It's going to be really silent. And I want it to kind of be faint. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding, ding. All right. Sorry. It's turned into The Descendants, <laughs> that band <laughs> slash movie. Um, so, well, so here's a question for you. What, what, like, what, is, what are some of the things that you do to actively offset your sense of vanity um i do my best to kind of do what i did when i was a kid where i I remember there was a certain point in my life where i just stopped caring what other Mm -hmm. people thought and i just you know really did my own thing and i was because i was a fat kid so you know what there's not much you can do socially Mm -hmm. to like get around that there's not really anything you you know you could be funny but sure you're still fat you know and um, I just stopped caring about like the fact that I was like you know insanely white in Hawaii, a, a <laughs> white fat kid in Hawaii. You know that lived. I lived like you know across the street from like where I could just go to the beach. It was like you know it was all there for me. It was all there for me, and I just I like I was I got really into just not wanting to do not caring. Yeah, you know, I, I was a really big kid, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to play football because everyone kept on asking me to play football. And I said, uh, "You, I don't want to do what you want me to do. I'm not going to do it." Right. And like, I just like, I, I want to like, I want to get back to that where it's just like, I just, I just, you know, what I did during that time instead is like learned to play the drums and I started playing in punk bands and and that's you know that's a that's a whole scene of just not caring hmm. and stuff like that. So you trying to punk comedy? Yeah, I just I just want to get to a place where I don't give a shit. And how are you doing on that journey? Do you think? Uh better. <laughs> it always it always Does it improve every day a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think so, but it always it, you know, it's just a uh, with that kind of thing in your head is that it will always find a different way of manifesting itself and then becoming it seems like it's something different, but it's really just the same thing. You know, I'll like uh, you know, it's like now that I'm working with these, you know, kind of professional writer people on the show that's just been around for a long time, they all these people own houses 
and drink wine and talk, <laughs> and, and talk about sports. Grown up stuff. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, oh, I fucking look like a piece of shit compared to these people. You know, I'm just like this, you know. So you need to go get an ascot. Yeah, I think so. Show up to yeah. work with a, yeah. with a wine-stained ascot. Oh, hello. Oh, this must be from that 1979 something or other. <laughs> How can I keep up? The California something or other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very vintage. Yes, it's 1979. It's in season. What? Just <laughs> <laughs> um, walk around like that, but I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, but uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, it. but I'm getting better just being like, it's like you know, yeah, everyone's an individual. You can just kind of go your own way. Go your own way. Like Fleetwood Mac would yeah. say. Um, it is, you know, it's, it's weird though. And I'm, I'm going to the gym. Are and, you? Uh, but this, you know, because I, I like, and I'm eat, trying to eat better. I got know. a suggestion for you. What do you got? Well, the thing that put me over to going to the gym mm-hmm. was being somewhere where motherfucking Kamel Johnny was. Oh. And I was like, dude, you're looking fit. Yeah. And he's like, I've been going to this guy. Yeah. I, I can't. And he gave me his I, number and I started going to that guy. I can't do the, uh, the trainer. I had to because I had never gone to the gym at all. Yeah. So I had no frame of reference about what you for just what to do fucking machines and at a just... gym. That was the biggest reason. I was like, I don't really know what to do when I go to a gym. Yeah. So if I go to like, I gotta go to the gym, and I realized, I, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> I might as well just go meet a person named Jim. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be the same thing. We can have hot dogs. Yeah, I've gone on and off for a long time. I I'll, I always quit. I was actually at that gym too. Yeah. Uh, that same gym. Good gym, bodybuilders. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. A lot of people go there. A lot of people. Um, which I, That's the part I don't like. See, that's running. the part I don't like. I'm yeah. like, you can't be here. Yeah, I just found out a buddy of mine, Carlos, joined the gym that uh, Dee and I just joined. And I was just like, what the fuck, Who did? My friend Carlos. Oh, Carlos, okay. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, why'd you do that? Now we're going to run into each other. I don't want to do that. Yeah, but I was it was going pretty regularly, and I, you know, and I was starting to lose weight. I was trying to do, you know, get trying to lose weight for the my Comedy Central pilot, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I and Jonas then, Arcade. Yeah. Then I broke my arm, and then I just like I just I was like, fuck it. How'd you break your arm? Uh, in the, in an obstacle course thing that I was doing in the pilot, I like jumped over a thing and landed on my arm. <sighs> yeah, I remember the obstacle course yeah, yeah. bit. Can't, you can almost almost hear it. Jonas Jonas putting the microphone to his elbow. <laughs> yeah that's disgusting that still happens it happened in february i broke my arm when i was in third grade yeah like it like like it like how it should happen not when you're no! fucking a, an adult i i didn't want it to ever happen at all yeah i knew there was a part of my brain that was like someday i'll break something <laughs> and i better be ready yeah and it was a slight break it sucked but i'd like rather it, have broken it as an adult than a child really yeah. yeah, because now because it healed in a way that's going to be permanent. Same with this one. Yeah, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> at least you had a lot of life before that. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so now you can just now we're going to shoot you yeah. like a horse. At least I had I had 29 years to do uh, somewhat decent push-ups. <laughs> uh, you can go, get to the glue factory. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that is an issue because there's some certain weights I can't hold. I can't do in a certain way. Yeah. Because of the way that my arm bends. Mm. Anyway, guys. Yeah, I know. We know we've been talking about. Here's the worst part: is that you know. I just now I'm feeling self conscious about what I picked and what we talked about. Let's and fucking get through it. Let's talk to it. Let's talk about it, man. We we do, we have been. Let's talk to that. You're self conscious about what you picked. Yeah, I know. Why would you be self conscious about it? It's a good know. subject, and it's exactly what you're doing. I know <laughs> you are living the subject, <laughs> and you're doubting the subject, which is the subject. Yeah, I know. This podcast could not get, get more, more meta. meta right now. Yeah. What did, what did I hear, uh, Moji Catcher? That's like, uh, that would be so meta, world peace, if just meta world peace showed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very emotional thing to say. Yeah. 
Someone who's it? Oh, Eliza Skinner. She told me the first time she heard his name, she thought it was motion capture. <laughs> yeah. And now I can't unthink that. Oh, really? Which couldn't be more annoying to him. Yeah, motion but capture. I bring the, it brings me such joy <laughs> for him to get sick there, of me. There was a guy at an open mic uh, that I used to go to when I first started, and uh, his name was Nosmo King. And uh, it took me up until about last year. I haven't seen the guy in years. It took me until about last year when I realized no smoking. Nosmo King. He called himself no smoking. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of those kind of guys. Like that. I remember. I, that's, that's what I thought Hugh Moore was going to be. I was like, I was like, oh, Hugh Moore. Fuck this guy. And then I saw. Him, I was like, he is humor. He is humor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he is the embodiment he's of humor. a good stand up. He's so good. He's so good. He's like an awesome guy. Um, yeah, I didn't. The Hugh Moore thing took me a while. I didn't think about it until I think I saw his ID accidentally. Yeah. And I was like, oh wait a minute, that's not oh humor. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was like, "Great." And I started thinking about everybody else that might have fake names. Bill Cosby. Oh, I can't uh. believe I never saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Brooks. Yeah, actually, um, that is a fake. It's a fake name. Albert yeah. Einstein. This is his real name. Yeah, Bob Einstein. His brother, also known Super as Dave Super Osborne. Dave Osborne, ladies and gentlemen. Comedy nerds. Who was a writer on the Smothers well, Brothers Comedy Hour with Mr. Steve, Steve Martin. Martin? That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sweaty mm. balls. Yeah. Um, okay. Jeez. <laughs> Katie just threw up the time oh, to me. Of sorry. What we're doing. But sorry, uh, are we taking too long here? We're taking way too long. Oh, we're boy. not getting vain enough. I want. I was thinking about starting a, a podcast, uh, and it's just about. I just want to. Each episode will be a story. I talk. Someone will have a conversation to be about the one time they shit their pants. Every the one time they shit their pants. Yeah. Every story. Every episode would be one person like telling me their story about the time they shit their pants. You can call it she. <laughs> it's spelled S H, a yeah. lot of E's. Yeah, she. And then there's a debate on if there should be a Y, then some I's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She. Or is it just be for the southern? For the, the southern, it would be she. She it. Okay, who's um, that? The same Clay Davis, the senator from The Wire, played by. Yeah. Isaiah Whitlock, not to be confused with Isaiah Washington. Yeah. Okay. Very different people. Very true. Isaiah Washington was on um, that show, Grey's Anatomy, I think it was. And um, Isaiah Whitlock was on the show, The Wire, Senator Clay Davis. Oh. Okay. Isaiah Washington's also black. Yeah. I might be completely wrong about all these things. I think so. If only there was some database. Only, yeah. <laughs> I'll look at it later and I'll correct it in the outro of this episode yeah. if I'm if I'm fucking ridiculous yeah. and inaccurate about it. Did we get did we get to anything? We got to everything. Was it was it a No, I you know because you know you know what it is, Jonah? This is how it is. I am so good at this <laughs> that you you feel like you haven't said what you needed to say mm-hmm. because I've guided you have through the fucking dune of your mind. Oh, yeah? Okay, with a sweaty sting over there. <laughs> he's he's doing dune because he turned down Labyrinth. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. To <laughs> Should it, it, for the better, though, I can't imagine Sting being He was Goblin the um, second choice. I think Michael Jackson was first. Oh, that wouldn't have been any good. And then Sting. Had to be David Bowie. And then David Bowie, because David Bowie's the totally yeah. the weirdest choice they could have made. Yeah, exactly. But like, can you imagine like Michael just like, Nothing, nothing, tra la la. You know, yeah. just it doesn't work. Well, my, you know what? There would be less eroticism in the movie if it was Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Because it would be a more of a kids' film with Muppets and Michael Jackson, which we've seen before. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Captain EO. Yeah, but it really puts a whole weird context to it because he's stealing a child. 
we would think that now. Then it would have been like, no, no, oh, no, Michael what, Jackson yeah. stealing oh, another child. What, it, that ding, almost ding, sounded like, like Mr. Belvedere. Oh, Michael Jackson. Stay haven't good. seen him in years. <laughs> I haven't seen him in years. Um, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, I think we covered a lot of stuff. Is there anything else that you want to cover? No, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm you know, redo it and make I, mine I was, like you know, I was fun. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, re- I was, you know, don't be self conscious about what you picked. I yeah, want you to pick yeah, an yeah. even darker, deeper subject for next time. Yeah, yeah. So we can get fucking depressed. Does even go? If deeper, I, I don't want to feel like eating for a week after the next time we talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna be like, you know what? I'm just gonna curl up and watch Ladybugs again. Oh, Ladybugs, <laughs> the the death, Jonathan Brandis. Another Jonathan Brandis reference. That's my yeah, second yeah. one. So, what? What was the other one? Oh, oh, that was a different episode. Yeah, yeah. That was the one I just did with Kyle Kinane. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you guys reference sidekicks? No, I ref- I said, we talked about Olive Garden. I called it the Never Ending Olive Garden. Oh. And I said, it be a Jonathan Brandis movie, which technically is Never Ending Story 2. Yeah. Sorry, people. Never Ending Story 3, Jack Black is in it. What? Yeah. Sidekicks, Joe Piscopo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fantasy fights between Joe Piscopo and Chuck Norris. Yes, tons. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to see... um. Jonathan Brandis imagined about Joe Piscopo <laughs> and Chuck Norris kicking each other's asses. Watch the movie Sidekick. Yeah, definitely. Where a Japanese man has a Chinese daughter. Yep. That's uh, Asian. It's miscellaneously Asian. Yeah. What um, say? What's, uh, let's, let's recap real quick. Uh, so, Well, my, my final question we kind of got to, it's usually just like, what is it that you're, what are the steps that you're taking oh, okay. to combat this? Because yeah. it is an issue for you. Yeah, I guess. So. That you struggle with. Yeah, yeah. On a daily basis. I really do feel like I've I fucked fucked up my way into a comedy. I you fucked Career. your way up in the comedy. Well, yeah. Explain why you think that. Good pause. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no, think about it. It's fine. I don't want to. It's gonna. We're already long. We're already going long. No, we can cut so much out of the out of the top of it. You, you just don't want to get to it. Is that what it is? No, I just You're I, afraid. Maybe I don't know what it is. Really, maybe I don't know what's making me think like. Uh, it's funny. I read. I just was going through uh, some stuff at home, and I saw an issue of this old comedy magazine that Ron Babcock and Ryan McKee did called Modest Proposal, and they did a thing where they interviewed um, uh, uh, me and Anthony Jeselnik separately, and it was like how to succeed in comedy. Dot dot dot. And Anthony's was uh, while being a total dick about it, I think, <laughs> and then uh, mine was uh, without really trying. Oh, okay. And it's a. Uh, it's been. It's been a constant stigma uh, throughout my career. Like really it's like if I if I try, you know, if I if I let, if I if I do my best, it wouldn't work out. Well, that's the what was that fear fear of failure? Yeah. Slash vanity, fear of success, fear of success. It's supposed to be the same thing. Yeah, it's true. Self sabotaging. Mm, mm. I'm gonna, just doing this for me now. This is all for me. We're gonna solve you. You're gonna solve the me? next the next <laughs> next time you're on the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna solve you. Sweet. That'll be that'll be good. <laughs> I feel like that's the. Um, that's the subtext of every girlfriend you ever had. I'm going to fix him. <laughs> I'm going to fix him. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Uh, Deanna. Deanna's come the closest. Um, I, I don't really know Deanna that well. Either. She's awesome. I, I mean, I like her. Every time I hang out with her, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's yeah. cool. And I see you guys working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which she's is good. She's, she's the best. I love her. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that's a declaration from Jonah Ray. <laughs> the guy in Vanity is ending on love, so that's good. Yeah, I think so. It's a, it's a, it's an upbeat way to do it. Yay! Yay. We don't need to have upbeat, but it just worked out. Okay, this way. cancer. Scene. <laughs> and that concludes the episode of Vanity with Mr. Jonah Ray. Um, just so you know, I did look it up on IMDb, and 
I was correct. Isaiah Whitlock, Isaiah Washington, Isaiah Washington was on Grey's Anatomy, and Isaiah Whitlock was on The Wire. And he's played Senator Clay Clay Davis, known for the uh, catchphrase of shit, which is something he also said in the movie She Hate Me, which is a Spike Lee movie. See, I don't know why I'm saying all this stuff. Because you just heard an ens- my encyclopedic knowledge of all this bullshit in this episode with Jonah. And uh, Jonah has a, a similar thing. So um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And, uh, you know, Jonah will be back. And I hope that uh, you figure out ways to uh, deal with your self-consciousness and vanity. And, um, you know, fucking do what you got to do every now and then, you know. Um... I wish I had a catchphrase. I don't. <laughs> if you uh, came up, come up with one for the show, tweet it at me. I'm I'm on Twitter. Just Google Google Baron Vaughn and Twitter. I tell you what my thing is, but I don't want to spell out my Twitter handle. Just Google Baron Vaughn Twitter, and that'll probably be me. <laughs> um, also, speaking of Twitter, you know, um, I, a couple people again tweeting about the show. It's great. Tell your friends, please. Um, I'll give you guys some shout-outs soon. And um, if you have a question um, for a guest for a future episode, but maybe something you've already heard, something you wanted some clarity on, tweet it. Let me know, you know. Um, and uh, we will we will address that shit, you know, in the deepest possible way. Um, pretty soon we're going to have to launch the Deep Shit website and uh, the Deep Shit fan page on Facebook, so they'll be easier for you to get in touch with motherfuckers. Anyway, see you next time. Get funky.